everyone. Welcome back to Glass Seats. This is Vidi. My name is Mernal, and in this episode, we've got more Leafs talk for you. Let's do it. They somehow cannot put this story to bed. No. It just keeps going on and on and on. I was a, I, I'm a huge fan of Matthew, so I'm enjoying the story quite a lot. Yeah. We're getting back to Austin Matthews and Morgan Riley, yeah. who we talked about last week uh, getting suspended for a cross-check to the head of Ridley Craig. Yeah. Uh, they ended up uh, appealing that suspension. Went to Gary Bettman. Gary Bettman said, nope, five games. Mm -hmm. So that's that. But in those five games, the Maple Leafs have gone 5-0-0, no losses. Um, And Austin Matthews has scored nine goals in five games on his way to 50 goals on the season. Yeah. Remember when we said uh, last week they're really going to be tested, at least defensively? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so much for that. (laughs) Austin Matthews said, yeah, about that. (laughs) So all we needed for the Maple Leafs to realize their potential was to suspend their best defenseman. Yeah. Maybe they perform really well as underdogs when there's less pressure on. Honestly, is it pressure at this point? I don't even know if it's pressure or it's like you finally woke up some sort of passion in this team. Oh, okay. You know, like if you've watched Leafs games the past X years since Austin Matthews has joined that team, outside of that first season where they made it to the playoffs when they really shouldn't have, I don't know if I would describe them as passionate. Yeah. I agree. Highly skilled. Complacent. Complacent. Yeah. You know, and is this finally the adversary that wakes up the Maple Leafs? Yeah. What do you think? I, I think it, it can be. Um, I don't know if Morgan Riley uh, kind of being gone really speaks volumes to that because we've seen players in the past, players of high caliber depart in the past. You know, uh, Frederick Anderson, that I would argue is a big departure. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think, what was his name? Tyson Berry. He was a good, pretty, pretty decent defenseman for them. I think he was controversial. He He was was pretty good on the offense, pretty bad on the defense. Yeah. Either way, he was a notable caliber player, um, Mm -hmm. departed. Patrick Marlowe. Patrick Marlowe. Joe Thorne. Oh, yeah. I forgot Thorne played there. Thorne played there, yeah. yeah, During the COVID season. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They've had players of, of pretty high caliber that have departed, and it doesn't feel like we've seen the passion that we're seeing right now. You know, drop this current, whatever you want to call it, this current Leafs team, whatever hot streak they're on right now, you drop them in the playoffs. This is like the 22 Colorado Avalanche. Just unstoppable. What are you going to do about this? I am going to tell you exactly what I'm going to do because I'm pouring cold water over all of this and all of you Leaf fans. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) I don't believe in this team. Wow. So first off, five games. Sure. Their best win streak of the season. Sure. But here are the opponents they played. St. Louis, Philadelphia, Anaheim, St. Louis again, Arizona. Mm. Out of those... And Arizona's on a 10-game losing streak, I think. Mm-hmm. Out of those, only Philadelphia is maybe a, a playoff team. Yeah. St. Louis is borderline. They are in a playoff spot, I think, right now, but they fall in and out, and they're in a pretty tight race. Yeah. And let's be real, the West is weak this year. Yeah. Anaheim is a full-on lottery team this year, yeah. Yeah. And Arizona is, like you said, That's pretty bad losing streak off, right now. Yeah. So only Philadelphia could be considered playoff caliber, I would say. And all of them, out of all of them, none of them are real cup contenders, right? Yeah. Which is what the measuring stick for the Toronto Maple Leafs should be. I see. Furthermore, going into some of their fancy stats, they're at a 0.49 expected goals for percentage. Mm -hmm. So um, what that means, if you guys aren't familiar with this stat, is of all expected goals on the ice and expected goals are calculated using mathematical models based on shot position, defense position, all that kind of stuff. 
if it's supposed to be a goal, um, if you count all of those on the ice, the Maple Leafs only own 0.49% of them. So if you round up to half, mm-hmm. right? So that means they're not significantly outchancing opponents. They're, it's about even. Okay. Plus, their power play over these past five games has a percentage of 40.6, mm-hmm. which is massive. Yeah. Their season average for the power play is 28.7%. So they are massively outperforming in this stretch of what their power play could be. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it has to do with Mr. Austin Matthews, who has nine goals in five games. Yeah. So I think the reality of this is the Leafs had a somewhat easy schedule in these five games. Yeah. And they're being propelled by the monster that is Austin Matthews. Yeah. So uh, I hate saying it, but would you say this was a convenient five game suspension? Yes. Or at least timing-wise, yeah. 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 One, it was convenient. Two, I think they would have won these games even if Morgan Riley was in the lineup. Mm. So I don't see anything in the numbers that tell me this is some significant mentality thing. You got it. Other than what the players have been saying and, you know, being like, yeah, we can win these games. But I'd argue, yeah, you should win these games. You're yeah. the Toronto Maple Leafs with four of the most expensive forwards in the league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should true, win yeah. these games. Yeah. Uh, I saw something earlier this season about... Um, I think it was an interview with Quinn Hughes. I could be wrong about this, but it was Quinn Hughes was involved uh, of the Vancouver Canucks captain. Um, and he basically said, it's not just, it's not good enough. The fact that we're winning these games, they want to dominate and destroy. And it feels like part of the reason Vancouver is first in the league right now is they're just so sick and tired of being terrible for so many years in a row that they finally have taken it personal. Mm-hmm. And they have, there's like a sort of vengeance burning underneath them to erase the, uh, the legacy of the Vancouver Canucks, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. I mean, post Sedin's, the legacy of the Vancouver Canucks has not been good. It's been terrible. They it's had horrible. one good year, I yeah. think, in COVID, right? Where they made the conference final. I, yeah, but who remembers it? I can't even remember it right now. Yeah. Like, it, it's not, it, they didn't go far enough to make any serious like waves with it, you know? But that was um, a whole thing of uh, Canucks management saying, oh, we're good now because they made that one conference final and we kept not believing them until this year where yeah. they finally seemed to be actually be good. Yeah. And you know what? I can tell you right now what the difference you're seeing between the Canucks and the Maple Leafs is a well-coached team and a poorly coached team. Mm. So it's not, you don't think it has anything to do with passion or just like that vengeance? Where does passion come from? Good coaching. That's true. It is instilled by the coach. Yeah. What are the best coaches good at? Getting your team motivated, getting your team fired up. So would you say Keefe is donezo after this year? I think it depends on how it goes in the playoffs. Okay. But Keefe has, you know, come up from the system. He coached uh, Toronto's AHL team. Um, it'll depend. Because, you know, if they make it to the conference final, are you really going to fire Keefe after that? The question <laughs> is, do you believe they're going to make the conference final? But does yeah. hockey, anything can happen, yeah. right? Um, so I think his job will depend on how the playoffs go. Mm-hmm. Plus we've seen from what went down in the off season with Kyle Dubas and Brendan yeah. Shanahan, there is a bit of politics at play there. Mm-hmm. And I, so far I think Keith has been good at playing the politics. Okay. But is it to the detriment of this team? Is he the right coach? Would a different voice help them? These are, I think legitimate questions. Yeah. Okay. And we've seen what Rick Tockett has done in Vancouver. Of course. Yeah. He's turned the whole thing around. Yeah. Yeah. And we are seeing what uh, John Torrella is doing in, um, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. Like good coaches can get you where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And a lot of coaches have a shelf life where their message gets stale or you need a different voice or um, some complacency sets in. And the only thing you can really do is change coaches. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, here's a theoretical. Um, obviously, it's not going to happen for for reasons we don't need to speak on. But <clears throat> say you had you had a coach like Joel Quenville coaching this current Leafs mm-hmm. roster. Um, where do you see that in terms of uh, how much damage do you see that team doing in the playoffs or not doing in the playoffs? I think they do significantly more okay. the, because the question on the Leafs has never been talent. Right. Okay. Like if you just look at you pull up their roster, you cannot Stacked. question the talent. Stacked. Yes. Right. It's always been being able to deliver when the chips are down, when you're under pressure and that all comes down to coaching. Right. Mm. Okay. Like, so, so we actually we talked a little bit earlier about complacency. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's a, a little bit, do you think it's ego? Like that own, that sense of pride that's kind of like holding them back, their own sense of pride? I, I don't know if it's a sense of pride or are you just happy with where you are? You make a lot of money. You play in Toronto, Toronto. the biggest hockey city in the world. Yeah. Are you, is that enough for you? Mm. Got it. Okay. You know, um, and there's also only so much one individual can do, yeah. right? Like, I should say, I'm not faulting Austin Matthews for being complacent here. Yeah. Like, this is... This is not complacent. He's got 50 goals. Yeah. And what more do you want? Yeah. You know? he's, a, he's on track to beat Ovi's record, and Ovi's on track to beat... He is scoring at the same career pace as Ovechkin. I think higher. I think higher, yeah. Right yeah. now. That's... Unreal. Insane. And yeah. Ovechkin is on track to beat Gretzky. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, this is insane, yeah. this level of talent, right? To say that it's all complacency is just is not true, but there's a sense yeah. of it, yeah. But it's like, how do you rise against adversity? And yes, they've done it in this streak, but like I said, there are asterisks on this. Mm. You're getting it done on the power play and all those things, and power, as we know in the playoffs, power plays dry up. Yeah. Whistles go away, power plays dry up. So if you're relying on that you might not be setting yourself up for playoff success. Like, yes, they won these five games. They should have. And it it would be a bigger story than it is right now if they hadn't. Oh, okay. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, good job, but this is expected. Okay. We shouldn't overcredit them, is what you're saying. I don't think so. I think we should, you know, keep an eye out because they're going to regress. I expect that power play to regress. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't, that's what to keep an eye Mm -hmm. on, right? Yeah. Morgan Riley's going to be coming back. I was so, going to say, what, what are your, what's your thoughts, your reactions when he does come back? We'll see. I think their next game is against Vegas, right? Which is, I believe... Tonight. Tonight, yeah. when and we're recording were, this on the 22nd. Yeah, last I checked, they were doing pretty well. They were up 4-0, but I'm okay, not sure see, what the score so is right now. So that's a much better okay. measuring stick. That's the reigning cup champion, Got right? It. So how do you do against Vegas? How do you do against New York Rangers? How do you do against um, Vancouver? These are your cup contenders this year. Yeah. And that should be your real measuring stick. Beating yeah. St. Louis twice in Arizona and Anaheim, like, come on. Yeah. You should. Yeah. I, I just pulled up the, the Vegas score. It's now 7-3 Toronto. In, in Vegas, by the way, so. Okay. Yeah. See? That, that That's a lot more promising. Okay. How Got many it. of those seven are power play goals? <laughs> I don't want to check. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so that, check. that would be my next question. Yeah. And maybe we'll bring this back um, when we uh, keep following Toronto as we build toward the playoffs. Like, yeah. I think Toronto will definitely make the playoffs now after the stretch. It looks like they're solidifying their spot yeah um i know we talked last week that they could fall out without morgan riley mm-hmm. but they seem to have weathered that storm at least so so you i think yeah. before we wrap this up i think it's safe to say that the real test really happens um when the puck drops at game one yeah it always has been yeah 
zero or sorry game one to 82 of the regular season for this year never mattered yeah. for toronto let's be real they were gonna make it yeah. they got their first series win in years last year yes so anything short of two series wins now is Boof. nothing yeah right like i said the measuring stick is cup contenders and the real the goal is the cup yeah that's it so it's cup or bus here it is cup toronto. or bus in toronto yeah and we've said that a few times on this show and every time more news comes out it becomes more apparent toronto this is your time. Let's see it. Yeah, Do and you die. guys can uh, follow along on all the team's journeys to the playoffs and all above as we uh, continue on the show. We bring you more hockey news. This is Glass Seats. We have episodes out every week. Um, if you like this one, drop a like, subscribe. And if you're listening on audio, if you could leave us a rating or a review, helps us grow the show. See you next episode. Bye. <laughs>